Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Anyone who opens up the cryptocurrency charts today is in for a nice surprise. BTC is trading around the 19k level, having spent certain points of the last 24 hours above the 19k level. It's up 4% on the 24 hour, Ethereum is trading around the 1.4k level, and a lot of altcoins are rallying off of this positive momentum. APT, Multi, FET are some of our biggest movers, all up more than 20% on the 24 hour. Whilst this is definitely good news, we do not want users to fall into a certain trap. This bullish momentum is based off a certain piece of data we got in the markets in the last 24 hours, which is good news, but it should not be overly interpreted. To do so would be a great mistake. So in today's call, we're going to do a few things. Number one, we're going to look at the top headlines in the crypto news today. Number two, we're going to understand exactly why BTC is pumping today and why it could be a trap and why we shouldn't fall for it and give you all the information you need to know about Bitcoin's recent move. And number three, I'm going to give you a certain NFT that our on-chain analytics team has been watching in the markets today. Our top headline is about none other than Sam Bankman-Fried and what's going on with FTX. FTX, a bankrupt crypto exchange, has recovered over $5 billion in cash and liquid assets that may be used to repay creditors. This was announced by FTX attorney Andrew Deitrich during a bankruptcy court hearing in Delaware. The exchange also received a large amount of illiquid crypto assets worth $4.6 billion. Lawyers identified more than 9 million customer accounts, far more than earlier estimates of around 1 million. Deidrich stated that the size of the settlement fund for FTX creditors is not yet clear. This is a significant increase in recovered funds compared to earlier filings. The new CEO of FTX, John Ray III, had previously announced that the new leadership had recovered $1 billion worth of assets. Ray had noted that there was an utter lack of financial and other record keeping at the exchange, making it difficult to trace funds. Ray also stated that one of the main issues was that FTX and Alameda Research co-mingled user funds, allowing Alameda to use FTX customers as money for risky financial bets. Dietrich also informed the court that they know how Alameda spent all the money. Bahamian authorities have seized the stash of the company's crypto, including $170 million worth of FTT, the native token of FTX. We know that the Department of Justice also seized around $500 million worth of shares in Robinhood tied to Sam Bankman-Fried, the disgraced founder of FTX. Bankman-Fried has been charged with eight criminal charges, including wire fraud and conspiracy, by misusing customer funds. The SEC has also charged him with orchestrating a scheme to defraud equity investors in FTX. This continues to be a very important story to watch as we try to get to the bottom of whether users of FTX will ever see their funds again. And our next headline looks at another crypto exchange that FTX has put pressure on in different ways. This is Gemini, the latest on the Winklevoss twins, Genesis, DCG, etc. Remember, this is the last headline we're going to look at until we go into why BTC is pumping and why you need to be careful about this pump. On January the 3rd, we told you about yet another founder in the digital asset space who may not have had the best controls and separation of duties between his multiple entities. Despite the blurred line between Genesis and DCG, Cameron Winklevoss must have been desperate to call out their founder Barry Silbert publicly. After a few weeks of the Gemini versus Genesis public dispute to determine who is to blame for the collapse of Gemini's earn program, the SEC has decided to charge both companies with the sale of unregistered securities. 
It was in February 2021 that Gemini began offering the Gemini Earn program to retail investors. Gemini would keep as much as 4.29% for facilitating the loan between retail investors and Genesis. But after the collapse of FTX, Genesis did not have the liquidity to pay back earned depositors. An official from the SEC told The Block that both companies engaged in activities that constituted the offer and sale of securities without registering. Gary Gensler, SEC chair, stated that these charges will make clear to the market and investing public that crypto lending platforms and other intermediaries need to comply with our time-tested securities laws. Tyler Vinkowals called the charges by the SEC super lame and their actions counterproductive. He pointed out that these charges will not help earn users get their assets back and that Gemini Earn was regulated by the state of New York and had been in ongoing discussions for the SEC for 17 months. Clearly, interest-bearing crypto accounts are on the SEC's radar, but why wait until customer funds were missing before charging the companies who facilitate them? Earlier in 2022, the SEC fined BlockFi $100 million for a similar program, although they only paid around $30 million before having insolvency issues of their own. So that's the top headlines done. Let's move into why Bitcoin is pumping and why this is a trap. So... The crypto markets got an extra jolt yesterday on Thursday from the US government's latest consumer price index reading for December, showing a slowing pace of price rises to 6.5% on an annual basis. Many crypto traders and traditional economists took the report as a sign that the Federal Reserve can soon declare victory in its campaign to bring down inflation, which means risky assets won't have to face stiff monetary policy tightening pressure for much longer. What this really means is that the Fed has been on this mission to reduce inflation. Part of this mission involves increasing interest rates. When interest rates are increased, this tends to be a bad thing for cryptocurrency markets. The latest data shows that inflation is coming under control. Woo. This means the Fed can stop doing these aggressive interest rate hikes, hopefully, that have been so damning to the cryptocurrency markets. So crypto investors have taken this as a victory and seen more buy pressure for Bitcoin. See, Bitcoin has posted its biggest one-day return in two months, shooting up 5% to surpass the 19k level that the largest cryptocurrency hadn't seen since the market tremors first started to appear in the moments when Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX exchange and crypto empire first started to unravel. If we can take out that 19k level, then we are definitely en route for 21k, a senior technical and analyst at stockcharts.com told Coindesk TV. And this latest CPI report has really had a strong impact on people in the markets, best conveyed through the CME Group's probabilities for the next Federal Reserve meeting. The next Federal Reserve meeting is on the 1st of February, and this is where the Fed decides what interest rates to introduce. And based on whether they are high or low, crypto markets respond in a certain way. We can see right now that the probability of a 25 basis point interest rate hike, so the lowest hike, is now 93%. So people are almost certain that at the next meeting, they're going to see a 25 basis point interest rate hike. This is a smaller hike. It is better for cryptocurrency markets. The alternative, a more aggressive 50 basis point hike scenario, is only priced in now at 7%. And I've got a fun way to examine exactly how much impact the CPI numbers had. The CPI numbers have been the major change we've experienced in the markets, the main new data point that we've received in the last 24 hours. Just one day ago, the probability of that 25 basis point scenario was 77%. 
So the CPI numbers have increased the probability of the better scenario from 77% to 93. So this really was the data point that the markets needed to really consolidate their belief here that we're going to see a 25 basis point scenario. That kind of a strong probability obviously bodes well for risky assets like cryptos, like stock markets, which we're hoping to see this scenario. Now you're probably thinking, Kim, everything you've told me so far is only good news. Why is this a trap? It's a trap if we look at some of the fine prints, some of the finer details about the messaging the Fed is giving us. If we really look at the numbers, we're going to see that the headlines that inflation has really reduced is kind of misleading. Consumer prices fell 0.1% in December, and this was in line with expectations from economists, so it's not actually beat any expectations. So it's true that it is the biggest drop since April 2020. However, if we exclude food and energy, core CPI actually rose by 0.3%, also in line with estimates. And again, on an annual basis, headline CPI has still risen 6.5%, while core has increased by 5.7%. To put all these numbers into some context, the Federal Reserve aims for a 2% inflation rate, so we can see that we are still way too high. And the truth of the matter is, the inflation hasn't necessarily come from the fact that the economy is more under control. The biggest reason for the easing in inflation came from a sharp drop in gasoline prices, which are now lower on a year-on-year -year basis. Inflation closed out 2022 in a modest retreat. We can look at the US Consumer Price Index over the last couple of years to see how high inflation still really is. Around about 2021, we were below 2%, and now we are at 6.5%. Sure, a drop, a small reduction is a good thing, but when you zoom out and look at the macro picture, you see how much of a long way the Fed still has to go in combating inflation. Jim Cramer has also commented on this. Cramer said that despite Wall Street's newfound optimism, it's possible the December CPI numbers could bring bad news for the economy and for corporations set to report their quarterly results in the coming weeks. Unless inflation's coming down in all the right places, this earnings season could be very rough. So the first reason I think this looks a bit like a trap is because everyone's getting very excited about the headlines inflation is going down without looking at the fine print, which might mean that the reaction to this news is too much. It's too optimistic. It doesn't reflect the reality of the scenario. The second reason is because I believe the Fed has made their position on reducing interest rates in 2023 very clear at various points throughout time. The Fed has told us that it won't be so quick to ease up on its fight against inflation. They've told us time and time again that the consequences for the Fed for not bringing inflation under control could be severe. Unemployment could spiral, with the lowest earners sustaining the biggest impact. Economist Joseph Brusselis said a worst-case scenario would look something like a 5.5% unemployment rate and 3.5 million jobs lost. That the Fed goes too far and stifles the economy too much is the principal fear of the central bank's critics. And he's told us time and time again that they've still got ways to go. Everyone is thinking that as soon as inflation looks like it's getting better, the Federal Reserve are going to take their foot off the gas and stop increasing interest rates. Well, Powell has told us repeatedly that he's willing for the economy to suffer, so he's willing to carry on with high interest rates, even if it looks like inflation is under control, to lower inflation and avoid the mistakes 
of the 1970s when the Fed prematurely loosened monetary policy. So in the past, they've seen that if they loosen policy too quickly, it goes really badly, and now they are on the other end of it. So they'll probably want to see inflation data pointing that it's going down for a very long period of time before they consider anything. So considering all of this data together, to think that this one CPI number means that we are going back into the bull market seems like you are falling into a trap. So that's what's going on with Bitcoin. That's the current state of it. Does that mean that there's no opportunities elsewhere? No. In fact, our on-chain analytics team have identified a particularly interesting NFT opportunity. Our on-chain analytics team used the top 500 NFT projects on Ethereum in order to understand the performance of the wider NFT market. The index of NFT 500s has grown by about 10% in the past seven days. This continues a medium-term uptrend we have seen since the middle of November. The market has now broke above the 800 level seen in September. We will therefore start considering NFT investments for the first time since early 2022. There remains a high level of risk given what we have only just broken market structure. We will be paying close attention to the index to see if this breakout is prolonged. So now that we understand that the wider market has performed in the past week, we can dive deeper looking at the top performing sector within the NFT space. The social 100 sector, this index, grew by 11% over the past seven days. The social sector makes up 85% of the NFT 500 index by market cap and is therefore a key driver to the overall NFT market. It is encouraging to see such a pivotal sector breaking previous highs and continuing a medium-term uptrend. And now we move on to hot projects. Using on-chain data, we can also dive into NFT projects that we have previously mentioned. Let's look into one of the best performing subsectors in 2022, generative art. We last looked at Friendship Bracelets, a collection launched by Snowfro, the founder of the art blocks and well-known artist Alexis Andre. Floor prices continue to trend upwards since November, with price now up over 3x. Whilst the project has strong founders and strong volume, price data, we believe it is best used as an example of how strong the generative art narrative can be. What are three ways you can start taking advantage of this data? You can start considering NFT purchases. We have been edging closer to a break in market structure for several weeks. This has now happened. Whilst the breakout is in its earlier stages, this has been the first indication of a long-term uptrend. We are therefore actively looking for opportunities to add NFTs that have been on our radar. Continue to look for new opportunities in the generative art sector. This has been one of the best performing sectors this year, with the market cap for the sector hitting all-time highs in January 2023. Our favorite way to do this is to monitor art blocks, specifically for curated drops. And consider rotating out of social projects if their performance continues. In traditional crypto markets, we have often seen a money flow cycle from BTC through to smaller caps. The NFT market is no different and social projects are the largest market cap of them all. If performance continues, investors will likely diversify their profits into other sectors of the NFT market. So now we know our daily market update, what happened to BTC and some interesting on-chain insights. I'll be back on Monday for more crypto market updates, strategies, risks, etc. Thank you for listening.